This so is annoying. Voice. Sorry, guys. We're just going to put a disclaimer. We both got the sniffles, not COVID. There's still the common cold and the flu uh, out there. Yeah. So, yes, I might sound like a little man today. So, just bear with she, me. She is a man. Shut up. No, I'm not. Um, but, um, our voice is a little Welcome bit back deeper. to the new year. 2022. 2022. Here we are. Somehow, Another... I don't feel like it's 2022. I, I thought, honestly, tired. I thought it was December. Cause I was about to. Um, Same. I was listening to a song. And I'm like, yeah, this came out this year in March. And I'm like, wait, January second. It came out last year. Ugh, I hate those people. See you next year, like bitch. I'll see you tomorrow. Like, don't do that. that. I said that once with one of my coworkers because they're corny like that. So I said it on purpose. <laughs> so annoying. See you next year. Um, but no. Um, 2022. I. I mean, I'm excited. Okay, I can honestly say that. 2021 wasn't as trash as 2020. Like, because 2020. For you. Listen. For you. No, here's the thing. 2020, literally, we said, oh, this is my year. You know, you know, 2020 vision. Mm -hmm. And then COVID, like, literally took us for a loop. Like, the whole world shut down. Which it needs to do that right now. But, I mean, this is my take on it. We shouldn't have rushed to just say, throw no the mask, mask away, throw the mask away or anything like that. That's my personal, and I'm going to be very clear. What we say on here, on this here podcast, is our personal <laughs> opinion. You can't argue with our opinion. Do not argue with us. We will make sure we're not offending anyone, mm-hmm. but we're speaking from our own experience. I personally felt as though when this state said, oh, if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. And I'm like, what? That don't mean shit. I mean, honestly, they they believe that um, implementing the vaccination card rule on a large establishments, restaurants, venues, etc., is going to make a difference. Look at you, New what New New York? York. (laughs) It's a new year, guys. Trying to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Look at New York and their COVID cases with all of their vaccination demands, right? Like, that's not. People have fake vaccin- vaccination cards. Yes, they do. Some people are selling them. You got people who work in the healthcare system that actually provide the fake cards. Here's the thing. Throughout history, no matter what the government has said no to, people have always found a way to make their own. When prohibition laws were in place in the 1920s, where it was illegal to purchase liquor, people made liquor in their homes, mm-hmm. in their bathtubs, and sold it. At one point, it was illegal to even have alcohol. It was dry land everywhere. No alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oops, sorry for hitting the mic. Alcohol at all. So people always found ways to go against what the government has put in place. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like there's a better way. I personally do not like how, you know, the media is making it seem like the COVID cases are because people who are unvaccinated that's spreading it. I'm like, um, you know, for example, you can get the flu shot and still get the flu. I mean, I mean, I caught the flu before and I was actually vaccinated. I had the flu vaccine, so that has nothing to do with that. So the purpose of the vaccine we do understand is to kind of like slow down the attack how it supposedly attacks yeah. your body but it can still possibly kill you that's the thing but it's it's there to protect you to a certain extent nothing is 100% I want people to understand that mm-hmm. anything that is man made is not 100% even things that are made in nature naturally you can still be allergic to so that's why I even okay I make lips body utopia I create natural products I make my products with natural stuff even those things can, someone can be allergic to certain things. So when you mix tea tree oil with another product, it might cause an allergic reaction to somebody else with those two things combined, mm-hmm. right? So if that if something made in nature could actually cause a reaction to you, it may not work for you, can you only imagine something that's made in the lab and not, not be 100% either? Nothing is 100%. I mean, you surviving the day is not even 100% guarantee, right? Right. So, so that's the thing. So I said, like, for 2020, it was a shit show because it was like, Bro, what the fuck? 
to the point where I honestly be for, I usually forget. Like, so did I do it in 2020? Cause it's like, there's certain things you were able to do. January and February was the only two months that you, the last two months, yeah, first two months of the year. And the last two months we were able, ably, that's not even a word, able to do anything, have any type of fun. And then we got told, Hey, go sit home for two weeks. We got this. We'll be back. I still remember that day. Just like how you can remember um, where you were and what was happening during 9-11. I remember that day where, in March, where they told everyone, here's a laptop. Um, I'll see you in two weeks. Right. Two weeks. And we're all just like chopping it up at the the desk. Like, just like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll see you in two weeks. My students are saying, oh, months. You heard about the corona? I'm like, the beer? Because we didn't know what it was at yeah. first. Like, we, it was still new. Like, yeah, they're getting it from bats. Like, you were saying it was from bats. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kids talking about bats. Like, girl. Miss, you know they were eating bats. That's why we got the girl. <laughs> I can't stand them. But I love them. I can't stand them. Um, but that was the class that actually didn't really have a graduation. Their graduation where, you know, they had to drive in with their families yeah. and grab the diploma. They were given balloons and stuff. Some of them were able to take quick pictures with us, but they didn't really have the official graduation. They didn't get to experience it, which sucks. But yeah, that hit us for a loop. That's why anything in 2020 was a blur. I'm like, wait, did I do it last year or the year before last? I don't remember. But I'll say like, yeah, everything opened up. Like I get it as humans, we want to, we like, most of us, not all. Mm-hmm. Some people like naturally as humans. Like to be out. We like to be out. We like human interaction. So some people didn't do too well when we were told to, like, literally, you can't go anywhere. Um, but I think some of us, not all, some of us may be selfish in a way where we're like, oh, this ain't real. I'm like, it's real. You know how many people lost their lives over mm-hmm. this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, lost their lives. Couldn't say, and the worst thing about it, when they first hit... You couldn't even talk to your family members. You were able to probably FaceTime them, mm-hmm. um, spoke spoke to them on their phones as it got, you know, unfortunately taking their last breaths. And I mean, that's still going on now, but I mean, the deaths did go down a little bit when we started to, you know, with the vaccines yeah. and make sure people were staying home. But I feel like, honestly, we might need another lockdown for a few weeks. And Joe, just send the money. Just send the money, Joe. <laughs> Like, honestly, just send the money. I don't know what else to do or say. Just send the money. Shut shut them down, Joe, and send the funds. (laughs) Send the funds. I mean, literally send the funds to those who really need it and to the businesses, especially small businesses. Those are the ones who actually really hurt Uh as opposed to big corporation businesses like fast food chains, um, restaurants that have chains. I'm not saying they won't hurt. But they won't hurt as much as a small restaurant uh-huh. that's only that one chain. Like that, that's just them. That's, it's that's by themselves. Them, yeah. um, at least to keep them afloat until we open up again. Um, I mean, you're always gonna have people that disagree. Like no matter what, no one. It doesn't matter what rules are put in place or what, um, what's the word? Negotiations that are put in place. You're always gonna have a group of people mm-hmm. or someone that said no, that's not good enough. And it's like, well, I don't know what else to tell you. You're just gonna have to suck it up because you're always going to have. You're not gonna be able to make everyone happy. So if they were to say you don't need vaccination cards, but you just actually need to wear a mask, you still have people opposed to the mask. You have people in certain states that were saying, you know, you wearing a mask was offensive. You had to take the mask off. I wish someone told me to take my mask off. You know what I mean? So, like I said, if you don't have a medical degree and you haven't done any medical research and you're not a scientist, please do not go on social media to influence others with your rhetoric. Please do your research. If you're not ready to take the vaccine, that's fine. You don't ever want to take it, that's fine. Whatever your choice is, that's great. I support people for whatever they want to do. But whatever I believe in, I can't preach it to you to force you to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing I see a lot on social media. They put their beliefs on there to force or force people to convince themselves. You have to do this. If you don't, you're a bad person. Like, no. If you want to get the vaccine, great. They don't want to get the vaccine, that's fine. But all of us got to live with the consequences no matter what we do. I can try to live the best life I can, but something that I did along the way that probably fucked it up for me for the rest of my life, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I feel like I feel COVID ain't going nowhere. We have the Amaricron, Amarion variant. Mm-hmm. Listen, by summer, we're going to hear about the Alpha Phi Kappa variant. 
Zeta variant. The AKA. The AKA variant. Like, all these... Why they choose Greek letters of all of them? Like, I don't get it. I have no idea. Wait, am I Omicron? Is that a, is that a Greek letter? Uh, listen, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know where it came um, from. But I want to digress from that conversation because I have my own thoughts on that and I don't want to offend anybody. So I leave it alone. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. But we're going to talk about the real thing we're going to talk about this week. The real topic at hand today is Our 2022. I was about to say 21. That's a, that's how bad it is. I mean, it's when, only the second day in the year. I know, but it feels like the 10th. You know, January is like the longest month out of oh, all the months. Fuck my life. January be on the uh, 36th day. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I don't get why January is so fucking long. <laughs> Like it has thirty one days, like every other month. And then the ner- well, I mean, I guess it balances out because February is the shortest. February is the shortest. Month. I know it is. It's just that it drags so long that you feel like there's more than thirty one days in January because oh, okay. it's like right after holidays. Because you feel like October goes by fast. November is like phew. December flew by. Yeah. And then here comes January. Like, all right, I'm about to take my time. I'm here for a little while. I'm going to be here for a little while. I'm not here for a short time. I'm here for a long time. Literally. Um, But yeah, so today we're going to discuss our 2022 goals. Um, Hopefully we can ignite something in you, sharing ours. Um, And I want to see everyone tackle something that they've never tackled before, accomplish something that they've been set out to do, Um, make 2022 better than 2021. Because 2021 was almost impossible. So. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so we know every year, for years, we always say, oh, New Year's resolution. I hate it. New Year, new me. Yeah. Um, you saw the eye roll there. I don't know if you guys can see it with my glasses on, but I rolled Oh, my first eyes. off, Peggy loves to have the mic cover her whole face. No, it wasn't covering my face. My glasses kind of cover my eyes, so I don't know if people saw my eye roll. <laughs> So when my kids get on my nerves, when I sit on my nerves, I start looking under my nerves. <laughs> you know, above the rim, that's the shit. Like, what the fuck you say, hell? Um, um, well, I don't call them that. I don't call my kids that. I would in my head. Um, but no, um, we called it. We decided to call it New Year Goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like resolutions don't always work for everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like goals. You can set it. I'm not saying resolutions. You can't set it, but I feel like within the first week or two, you're like, meh, I don't want to do it. I feel yeah, like, but I, I feel like goals can um, go beyond 2022. Yes, like, goals. The goals that you set, it doesn't have to be only be for this year. Mm-hmm. It could be something that you set it off in small pieces mm-hmm. that it can stretch over the next five years. Mm-hmm. So you start off small, like, oh, this is what I need to do because if I do this now, it'll get me to this point by next year, 2023, and so forth. So, like, I was explaining to Jessica, I wrote it down, like, if you're a, a person that you want to see it piece by piece, you might want to set your goals week by week. So, like, this week, this is what I'm going to do for the next seven days, right? Mm-hmm. You do week by week. Or you want to stretch out a little bit bigger and do month by month. Like, this month, this is what I want to do. If you have, like, the dry erase board with the days and stuff or you want to do a post-it, um, with each day of the month and what you're going to do, then do that. If you're a person that wants to see the big picture and you have the space for that in your home and you want to do it from January through December, then do that. If you have the space, you want to see the big picture, I guess you can do that. Um, but whatever works for you, you set it up that way. Um, the things you want to obtain, whether it's money, um, relationships, friendships, business, if you're trying to go into a business venture, the steps you need to take to get to that place you want to be, mm-hmm. um, things you might have to cut off, people, things that you feel like distract you. I know you mentioned that like you want to reduce or get off of social media when only mm-hmm. with the exception of the art, um, the podcast, podcast um, postings <clears throat> or whatever. I have not been doing too good with that. Um. Okay, so can we also discuss goals and resolutions and things that we try to like set out for ourselves to accomplish or remove or work on. Um, there's going to be days where you're really fighting with yourself, whether you're fighting exhaustion, frustration, um, lack of motivation. <clears throat> that was definitely me these past two days. Like I was all gung ho about it. Um, the 31st, 
the first come around, I wake up, I do my meditation like I said I was going to do. I read my first chapter like I said I was going to do. After that, I was so unmotivated. I was tired. At least I was you started just... that first half, though. Yeah. Because you could have just stayed in bed and not do a damn thing. Exactly. And for the first time, oh, so let's talk about New Year's Eve, I guess. We can start with that. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, for me, in the past six years, I've always been in bed sleeping before 12 o'clock like i don't stay up for that shit like what am i staying up for um so this year my siblings wanted to my siblings actually do something every year almost they have like a party or whatever obviously the past two years it hasn't been the case Mm -hmm. but um they always together and i was always home um one because i'm a grandma and i just don't feel like partying but they're all super young so this year they was like we want to do something we want to do something but then with all of the covid cases we just wanted to keep it safe and comfortable for everybody. So my sister being amazing, she found an app that I think would be really cool. Like if you wanted to like do something with your friends, it's called Bunch. I'm not promoting this shit. I'm just saying it was actually really, really helpful. And I'm assuming it'll be helpful for everybody else, especially when you're feeling like you're missing your friends, but you can't be around them. So you just send an invite for the app. Um, It's all like you can see each other. It's like a little video call situation, but they have games that you can interact with the, with your whoever's on the call. And so that's what we did. We played a bunch of games um, and we were just kind of catching up. And then we kind of got off the phone around 1130 because we jumped on around 930. Mm-hmm. and was like, no, we, we jumped on at 11. My brain. And it was like, let's call back at like 1130, 1145 and like, let's bring in, you know, no, 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 no. I like forced myself for the first time in six years to stay up. And I did. And I brought the New Year's in. So I was like, there's a lot of things that that I did differently New Year's Eve that I've never done in years. Like I cleaned my, I fucking purged and organized my whole apartment, almost broke my back trying to do that. I washed all, every piece of clothing but somehow i accumulated a whole laundry basket in the past two days (laughs) so annoying i washed all my clothes i organized my closet i did everything i got rid of some stuff um and so there was a lot of things that i did differently this new year's eve that i haven't done in like six years so i felt like "Mm, that's different what does that mean like why is this happening right now Hmm. um and then of course come the first after my motive, after my meditation and my reading, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm definitely going to have to really fight through those unmotivated times and depre- like, I don't even want to call it depression, but like just pure exhaustion. Oh, sorry guys. So there's that. Um, how was your New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. Uh, it's the <laughs> girl, but pick it up. Um, this so it's going through it. So New Year's Eve, it was, I mean, I didn't do too much. Like I've picked up a routine where I try not to wait till Saturday to like clean and stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't have time. Like I use my Saturdays to relax in now, like mm-hmm. the podcast. So what I usually do is throughout the week, I have a routine like throughout the week. Like obviously this routine would probably be switched up obviously when kids are involved. But mm-hmm. right now. My routine is, like, every other week, I do, like, typical cleaning, like, around the kitchen or the bathroom and stuff, do laundry, so that, or sometimes my laundry, I might leave it till Saturday. So that Saturday and Sunday is, like, either I go to church and relax, see my parents, or, like, the that Saturday is our podcast where we have to mm-hmm. record, and I, I'm relaxing, or if there's an event to go to, I go. Um, but obviously, with these rising cases, obviously, they're going to be to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Um but no, New Year's Eve was just chill, honestly. Like, someone had booked me to make 50 patties for them, for, I guess, their church. And I did it. The person picked it up. I got dressed, got ready to go to church. I went with my friend and my boyfriend. We went, um, brought a New Year's Eve in church. Um, but our, the church I attend, um, Jubilee, they, like, you have to register to attend. You can't just show up. Mm-hmm. So it's, because it's, it's kind of big and they don't want, they the way they set up the chairs is like, so we're not all crammed together. So it's not set up how it was prior to COVID. So now you actually have to register. And, and that must suck for the people that are not like tech savvy and don't know how to register. Right. That, that's mm-hmm. the only thing. Um, but there's a thing that they do do though. Like after a certain time, if people who registered didn't show up, they have a time frame that, oh, okay, those of you who didn't get to register, you can actually come in. 
Mm-hmm. Like they still let you in, but it depends on how many seats are actually available for those who registered and didn't show up. Because they give you a certain time to show up before they mm-hmm. close everything out. Um, so I kind of like their protocol and their routine just to prevent, keep the numbers down from people just showing up. But yeah, I did that. And then yesterday was pretty much chill, except for the fact that my voice, my voice was deeper than what it is right now. I just only have one nostril that's working. That's why I kind of still sound stuffy. But the only thing I hate about COVID right now is the fact it makes you forget the common cold and the flu still exist. So right now the flu and common cold is kicking our asses because Honestly, for the past year and a half, I didn't get sick at all. I didn't get no common cold. I didn't get the flu at all because we were cooped up in the house. Mm -hmm. I wasn't around anybody. I was only around the same people. So now, like, we're getting these colds and stuff. It's like, damn, this shit's whipping my ass. Like, I don't know. Is it COVID? And then you go get tested and stuff, and it's like, negative, okay. Um, And I know with the tests, could be false positive, false negative, whatever. Mm -hmm. I get that. Um. But my mother, she, she's consistently working. She's the one that pretty much, so crazy. She got me and my sister sick. My father and my grandfather sick with her cold. I think she caught the flu and then got everybody else sick. I didn't know she was sick. I showed up over there to help her with something. And then she got me sick. And I was like, great, thanks. She's like, I got you sick. I'm like, yeah, you got me sick. You got your child sick. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, but I was trying to make her feel bad, but she didn't care. Um, but yeah, so everyone has said negative. We just have common cold and the flu is just whipping our asses, making us feel like it's something else when it's not. But anyways, I mean, it just felt like a regular day, but I do realize it's a different year. Mm-hmm. I'm aware it's a different year, but it's just, I feel like 2020 has traumatized us so much that we're like, eh. like we're scared to even open the door for 2022. Like who, who else out there with you? Like, 2022 was knocking on the door. Like, who else out there? There's one or two things. Either you drag... People are so scared about 2022 and the next year. That's like, okay, so what? You want to stay in the same year and just continue the same nonsense? Right. Yeah. We still got to move on. Like, I understand people's fears and stuff because, you know, especially in the country that we're living in, it's just fucking ghetto. Like, people in leadership don't know what the fuck they're doing. They do one thing, they do another. I mean, at this point, CDC is just telling us, like, you figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like, you went from 10 days quarantine to five days. Like... I'm not following that protocol. Like, no. God forbid I get it. I'm not coming back in five days because I may still have it and may put my students at risk and my colleagues at risk. So if COVID thing, if CDC thinks I'm about to just just do um, five days. No. All right, I'm I wonder, this is so off topic, but yeah. I wonder if my, my job is going to change that. It depends. I know... So CDC can give their own ruling, but the yeah. other thing is... But the is, thing is, we've been following Boston, the CDC guidelines since the very beginning. But Boston Public Health Commission can still have their own mm. guidelines. They can say, well, we're still keeping it at this based off of our numbers. Ooh, sorry, guys. I keep touching the mic. You based off the of mic our, away from me. I like it like this. Um, you would love of, covering your face. I'm only covering my mouth. Um, Why? Based off of our numbers, <laughs> you can hear my voice. I don't need to see my mouth. Um, based off of our numbers, oh whatever. So, um, Boston Health Commission can still give their own protocol, um, to a certain extent. But um, you're giving me like home improvement neighbor vibes. I am. Because mm-hmm. of the cheetah print. No. Really? Do you remember Home Improvement the show? Oh, the dude that used to hang the out neighbor. over the fence. <laughs> So annoying. never saw his full face. All you saw was the hat. <laughs> Did eyes. you the eyes? That's it. You never yeah. saw his full body. I've always wondered what he looked like. Um, but no. Um, New Year's is just twenty twenty two. I just like I said to most of my friends that I messaged. Like I honestly hope I pray for nothing but the best for everyone. Those who I know and those who I don't know. Like blessings, prosperity, peace, understanding, and just us being for the whole world. Mm-hmm. To be a little bit nicer to people, because the last two years, everyone's been through a lot. People are dealing with their mental health, dealing with death, sudden death, death from COVID, death from whatever reason. Um, we've seen a lot in this past year, like a lot of people passing this is, away. <laughs> she is such a Virgo right now. A lot. I definitely just said, what did you do for New Year's? <laughs> Somehow. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I go on She's a been tangent. dying to talk, this, talk about this goddamn COVID. I'm over it. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general, like, we've all been through a lot. So, yes. We're scared to enter 2022, but he, we're here. It's January 2nd. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, no, I said what I did. 
I went to church. Okay, but then you kept going. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but that's just my spiel. Sorry, guys. Yeah. For someone who is actually congested, I thought you were going to have little to nothing to say. Like, you were just going to say your piece and be done. Can't help you. My brain's but on She's been on it, guys. I don't know if you uh, are assuming that I'm just not going to bring it for this episode. I don't know. No, but. I wasn't thinking like that at all. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I don't even know. Okay, so... I'm trying to stay on topic, right? Because she's not feeling well. Well, she's fine physically or whatever, but, you know, she's still congested, so we don't need to be ha- having her stress out her her, her immune system, right? <clears throat> so with 2020's goals, right, we've mm-hmm. already discussed our New Year's Eve plans or what we did. I honestly am a little afraid because my New Year's Eve plans was completely different from what I'm normally doing, so I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And it wasn't even intentional. It was something that I realized in the morning when I was meditating. I'm like, Jessica, your whole New Year's Eve was, like, so different. Um, and then, of course, lack of motivation the next, the days following. Um, and so I'm a little nervous for my goals that I have set out. So I first I want to discuss the fact that I've been talking about 75 Day Hard for some time now since I've heard, since I first heard about it from another podcast. And then I, you know, had the conversation of curating my own 75 Day Hard. I kind of got people involved. So now my brother-in-law, my sister's doing it. And I think they're doing the actual 75 Day Hard. Um, Peggy and her boyfriend are doing it. I got a few of my cousins to go along, but me and my cousins are going to have curated our own 75 Day Hard. But now it's evolved into something so much bigger where we're meeting monthly we're holding each other accountable like you have an accountability partner and they call you check in on you and then you have someone that you check on or whatever and there's just things that you say like so i told them if if i come off like i'm being unmotivated or i didn't like meet a goal that i set out for myself here's what you need to say to me i'm not going to share that on the podcast but what what they were told to tell me when I'm feeling unmotivated or like defeated, um, was supposed to like boost my confidence and push me. Um, so today was our first meeting, which was really, really good. Um, we're going to do monthly meetings. Our first meeting <clears throat> will be end of January. So it'll be like the first Sunday or the last Sunday of the month. And my cousin, and I can share this with you. There's a, a really cool Excel sheet that she sent me that you kind of, um, draw out like all your plans, all your goals. And then it kind of like, it's a lot. It's very intricate, but it's super helpful. And so, yeah. So I told myself to not discourage myself from my goals. I'm going to give myself monthly goals. It's Cause if I, if I look at it, the, if big I look picture. at it in its entirety in the big picture, I get discouraged. Mm-hmm. I get like overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So instead of um, doing that to myself, Knowing that this is that's my way of thinking, I decided to do monthly mm-hmm. um, goals. So, like, some of my monthly goals for January is finishing two books, meditating every morning, stuff like that, um, and seeing how that goes. But, yeah, I'm excited, guys. I'm really excited. I'm nervous as fuck because for me to have felt unmotivated the first fucking day, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long 75 days. A very long seven five days. Well, child, well, I'm doing thirty days to see how it goes, and then from there, I know my body will adjust to whatever I'm doing, and then I can continue to push on. Um, like the the reason why I'm saying that because I know myself, so that's another thing with setting goals. You have to be honest with yourself, like know yourself. Like it's the thing is hard. though, like the part. Sorry, goals and and um. Goals are one thing. You're right. You're right. But I was just thinking of like our whole purpose of doing this, like we, why me and my cousins decided to get together and kind of do like a group thing, accountability, kind of hold each other um, to our goals is, is to also introduce things that make us uncomfortable or things that don't produce, that's not conducive to growth. And push us in that direction. So, like, there's things that I'm super uncomfortable with that I'm not okay with that I'm not, like, whatever, or that um, scare me, I guess. They're going to push me in the most healthiest way to get over that feeling. So, I think, like, when you say, like, oh, if I look at the big picture, I get unmotivated. Like, I'm, like, it's not for me. 
um, maybe challenging yourself. Well, no, not I wasn't talking about the big picture for me. I'm saying mm-hmm. in general, like some people looking at it from January first to December thirty first. That's mm-hmm. like a big picture for them. Mm-hmm. So do we by week or month by what? For me, I'm doing it month by month because I see that's what works for me. So the first thing I ever did was do um, intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Never did it before. I started doing it like. Two years ago, I it was way before COVID. I think it was 2018 I did it. And the first day I decided to do it, I don't know why. But it was around the time of Ramadan. And I wasn't doing it because of that. Mm-hmm. But it was around that time. And I started doing it. And it was really hard because I'm teaching. So I mm-hmm. told myself, oh, you won't eat until 12 p.m. That's when I actually am free to eat. But lunch is at like 10.50. That's not lunch. Sorry, guys. That's still breakfast. Um... And the kids are coming in with Popeyes, subs, and they're eating in my room. You do know when you smell something, if it smells good, your stomach is going to react. Mm-hmm. And my stomach's acting like, bruh, like, you're not feeding us. Like, the first day, it was like, okay, I got this. The second day, it was torture. I think the second day was when my brain realized, oh, you're not going to be eating at this time. That, like, literally. Activate. <laughs> like, literally activated foolishness. Like, Yo, like, like my body never smelled Pope- Popeyes before. Like, we never been around Popeyes before. Like, the smell was Oh, you remember when your parents, like, don't be acting like I don't feed you at home? Exactly. <laughs> so, the pain for me, the smell was ex- excruciating for me because it was like, I guess my intensity for hunger went te- up 10 notches because I knew I wasn't supposed to be eating at this time. Yep. So, my brain, like, this is why they say the brain is the most powerful thing to have. Like, it will literally play tricks on you if you don't, if you don't have a strong mindset and really, like, Try to beat the temptation. Like, it was really tempting. Like, miss, you don't want that? We got some fries. Like, no, I'm good. And I was, like, cringing. Like, I can go for a season for Cajun fry right now, but I can't have it. But literally by Thursday, Friday, I was fine to the point where Saturday when I was home and I said, oh, I'll take a cheat day. My body got used to me not eating early in the morning that, you know, one, two o'clock in the, fo- in the mm-hmm. afternoon, that's when I'm actually having my first meal. But in the, in the morning I have my tea, my water and my body's fine. So I know like the first week is going to be torture mm-hmm. not to have sweets. Cause my thing is not to have alcohol or processed sugar. And it's really difficult. When I went food shopping the other day, just to look fine yogurt that doesn't have added sugar I had to really and it actually look still tastes good? Actually t- still tastes good. So I found a brand, Pillars, that actually made yogurt. They don't add any additional sugar to it. It just has the natural sugar from the fruit. So you have to be very careful with that. So if I can say, oh, cut out processed sugar, but I go get Chobani that has the strawberry yogurt, I mean strawberry banana, but it has additional 20 grams mm-hmm. of sugar. So that's processed sugar they added on to it on top of the sugar that naturally comes in the yogurt. So you have to be very careful with that. And I think sugar is my culprit with losing weight in my mm-hmm. gut area. Mm-hmm. And I've ha- packed on some pounds because I think I, t- we, I mentioned it last week's podcast. Like, I've been eating real trash. I don't know what gotten over me. I, like, fell off hard. I'm eating like how I used to eat, like, my freshman year in college. And my body's mm-hmm. not the same. I'm, I've been yeah, sluggish. Yeah, your body's not able to process food like that No, anymore. I've been real sluggish. And the food, and I think we had a conversation about it on the phone. Like, the food can affect... The way you move, the way you mm-hmm. think, it can slow you down. Yeah. Um, especially if you're we're not physically active. Like I was active at one point, but I've slowed down a lot and I need to get back with the training and mm-hmm. stuff. So I already booked my training for this month. Get back on track with that. I've always been doing water intake, but I need to increase my water intake, of course, per usual. Um, get better sleep. Um, you know what's so crazy though? I I can go to sleep at twelve one o'clock and still get up and function. But um, I know my limit. Like, I ha- in order for me to fully function, I can do six hours. I need six hours of sleep. Because my doctor's like, oh, that's that's still good. I'm like, yeah, I can function on six hours of sleep. Anything less than that, forget about it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, um, when I say know yourself, it's know, like, what is it that you want to do for yourself? Like, what is it that you're trying to achieve for yourself? Mm-hmm. If you're doing this 30-day hard or 75-day hard, or how many days you want to do it, it's for financial reasons, mm-hmm know yourself like okay what are you spending your money on that's mm-hmm. making you not be able to save is it on stupid shit mm-hmm. 
stuff that you really don't need and it's just a want. Like things that, you know, you spent your money on before, like un- unnecessary food, like Uber Eats mm-hmm. instead of you can cook. You know what I mean? Like if it's for health reasons, what are you doing now? Like what are you eating now or sleep? What's your sleep progress? All that stuff. What's your water intake? How much alcohol do you take in? All that stuff. So whatever the um, 75 day, 30 day, however you want to do it hard is, when I say know yourself is knowing what have you been doing the past year or longer that's been preventing you from getting to this point or mm-hmm. you started but couldn't finish yeah. for whatever reason. Know yourself and be honest with yourself. Like, yo, this is what I really want and be honest with you. Because sometimes half the time when we set our goals, yes, there's people that hold us back, but you are the main person that holds yourself back. Like, temptation is a thing. It is really hard. Like, we know what we're saying right now is easier said than done. Because mm-hmm. the first few days, your body may not recognize what you're trying to do. But after that, you. your brain's going to realize, oh, that's what you're doing. Holy Spirit, activate. We're about <laughs> to act the fuck up. We're about to do all types of shit. Like, knowing that I shouldn't be eating. So, I'm proud of myself. I didn't even purchase ice cream. I always purchase ice cream every time I go food shopping. And I didn't even buy ice cream. Yeah. Well, shit. I mean, you've seen. I, I, when I did my purging, I cleaned my refrigerator. And I told myself. My flesh that, is weak. If I buy ice cream, I'm eating that shit at 12 o'clock in the morning. And my thing is. <clears throat> I didn't go grocery shopping because I'm um, dog sitting and house sitting for a little bit. And I told myself I was going to do it after that. Yeah, you don't want it to go bad. But especially because I'm doing like all raw foods, like I'm doing produce and like all of that. Like it's not going to sit well in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. I need to do my homework because the things that I want removed from my diet, my everyday intake, <laughs> bro, I'm going to be eating grass every day, grass and fruit. I'm going to live like a goddamn caveman. Like, you're going to live like a rabbit. I don't know. I mean, I'm okay. Like, if it's a solid. Yeah, anyways, it doesn't matter. I forgot where I was going to go with that. But yeah, grocery shopping is my least favorite thing to do. Everybody knows this. I mom honestly begged my sister to grocery shop for me. I even told her I would pay her to grocery shop for me. <laughs> She's I like, I'm going to need you to bring your ass to the store and shop. I don't mind it. I just don't like dealing with people, people. who don't know how to use. Some people, the way they push their carts, I'm like, the way you're pushing this cart, that's the way you drive. Because you, you, the way you're moving like this Like, they're cart. taking up the whole aisle. My biggest thing, and this is something um, that stems from my childhood, when there's too many decisions, like, too many options, mm-hmm. I just get flustered. I'm like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I, was not, I was brought up in a space where, like, my mom made all the decisions for us. So, making decisions with multiple choices, I'm just like, oh, hell no. I think if you do the research... And start looking specifically at what you want. It won't be as bad. So, like, I know for a fact, like, it depends. Sometimes I do a food shopping list. Sometimes I don't. I know off the top of my head what I want. Like, I started getting him to vegan mayo. It's not bad at all. I need to try that because I don't even like mayo, period. But It's actually good. It doesn't spoil as quickly as regular mayo would. So, like, when my sister makes tuna fish um, salad for us, mm-hmm. um... It lasts for the seven days. Regular mayo, that just starts to get watery within three days. I don't days. know. Because, just... you know, it has eggs. They make it with eggs yeah. and all that other stuff. But vegan mayo, no problem. You know that last time you were here and you made a sandwich and there was no mayo left? Was that you? No. Somebody was at my house. I, I think it was mayo. my cousin. I've always had mayo. I was, was able to get mayo. I think it recently was my cousin. She's like, you ran out of mayo. I was like, good. I wasn't planning on replenishing it. <laughs> that Excuse shit me. was for decoration. <laughs> for when people come over and they don't have oh, shit. Oh, she like, has mayo. Nice. Like, oh, like, if you, like, you have options when you come to my house. But right now, you don't have any options. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. like, so when I went food shopping this week, um, and I know, depending on where you live, it does play a role with the options you mm-hmm. do have. Because the Market Basket in Brockton. Everybody goes to that Market Basket. Everybody goes there. And the me, when I used to Everett? live in, the one I used to, when I used to live in Hyde Park, I used to go to that one. But I realized there's one in West Bridgewater that's 15 oh. minutes away from my house. Yeah. There's certain stuff they have there. The one in Brockton does not. I'm sure it probably doesn't even stay on the shelves long enough for it to be at the one in Brockton. True, but I think Brockton certain- is just so heavily that one is so heavily congested with Boston folks and true people in the area. Yeah, that's right. So Jessica was like, you know, for your diet, you know, try to get in vegetables. Mm-hmm. Cringe. You should see the way I shook my face. Cringe. Okay, guys, that's another thing. I don't really like vegetables like that. And don't look at me funny and talk about all your childish. Look, I'm 35 years old. I still manage to survive without all these daggone vegetables that you guys speak of and the medical 
field talking about vegetables all the damn time. I take corn. I take potatoes. I take sweet potatoes. Is tomato a vegetable or fruit? I eat tomatoes. I eat lettuce here and there. I like carrots. So there you go. I got a little bit of the vegetables. She, I just got her onto these cucumbers. With the seasoned yeah. cucumbers. They're re- actually refreshing. I feel like my organs are happy when I eat them. <laughs> but anyways. You need to try that with avocado. All right. Here y'all go with the no, avocado No, because if you're shit. thinking about <laughs> Avocado. If you think about it's it, avocado. Like there I go with avocado. If you think about it, cucumber doesn't really have a taste, right? It just tastes. It's like just fresh water. Fresh, right? Avocado doesn't have a taste. So when you add those same seasonings that I told you to use on your cucumbers on the avocado, it's gonna taste the same. I like guac. Slap that shit on there. I like guac, but no, seriously. Um, I. I think it's because as a child I was force fed it and I never I, I didn't like I felt like I was being tortured to do it so I never cared for it but I was looking at other options so a lot of the pasta companies they're making whole wheat pasta um they've even given you the options to they have like the squash pasta yeah. um like pretty much vegetable noodles yep and I saw a brand that actually make the penne pasta and it gives, it shows you the two to three servings of veggies. And I was like, oh, and I took a picture and sent it to Jessica. I'm like, since you're talking about vegetables, this is the only way I'm going to take these vegetables in. And it's in pasta form. Did you enjoy it? I, I haven't cooked it yet, oh, okay. but I will. I will be cooking with it. But there's, there's other means and there's other ways around everything. If you don't enjoy it the original way and stuff like that. So there's other ways around it. Um, but I'm trying to do better with my weight. Mm-hmm. My weight is, does fluctuate. Um, I had Same. a, I, when I look at my pictures, I have pictures of where I look slim. You can tell by my face and there's pictures that I can see, oh, I started to gain weight here. Then I started to lose weight here Then I'm gaining weight again then losing weight again, but I need to seriously lose it. Mm. Lose it in the sense that I'm still maintaining my health and stuff. Like I'm not trying to be no skinny model. I'm trying to. Be fit for myself where I feel comfortable. So when you're setting these goals for yourself, set it for yourself where you feel comfortable, not just in your body, but mm-hmm. you know you feel comfortable financially, spiritually, in relationship, friendships, business, Emotional, whatever it is. Mentally. Everything that you're setting for your goals, you feel comfortable. This is where you want to be comfortably. You set it for yourself to reach that comfort. Um, but understand when you're trying to reach these goals, like Jessica mentioned, there's going to be times where you start to feel uncomfortable. You have to learn how to fight through that. You have to fight through the temptations. You got to fight through whatever. If you're battling something spiritually that you're trying to gain, Mm -hmm. it's going to be uncomfortable. When you have to set boundaries with people, it might feel uncomfortable. But guess what? At the end of the day, you'll feel good about yourself once you leap over that hump or that hurdle that you're trying Mm -hmm. to get over. It will feel good. Trust Mm -hmm. me. It may not feel good in the beginning, but it will feel good. And it's meant... It's about just you. thinking about like you set something out for yourself and you accomplish it like that that reward you can't you can't buy nope. you know so and then it's gonna only push you to do more like yo I did that like let me see what else I can do yes uh-huh. so like I feel like once you obtain one of your goals it motivates you to push on to do the next mm-hmm. one and there are times where you may not complete that goal like something might happen and makes you back step a little and that's okay don't beat yourself up. Don't fucking give up. It's easy, so much easier to give up. He's like, you know what? I knew this shit was going to happen. Fuck it. I don't want to do it no more. And it's so much easier to give up. And it's really, really hard. Because we're still dealing with our mental health. We're still dealing with COVID. We're still dealing with a lot of shit. And it's really hard. But you owe it to yourself to get it done. You really yeah. do. Um, the other thing I wanted to I'm make... I'm curious to know what other people's goals are, so drop it down in the comments. Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who are watching on YouTube, those of you who are listening, or when we post clips on our IG and Facebook, post your goals in the comment section, the goals mm-hmm. that you want to reach for the end of 2022 or goals you just want to reach in general because the goals might start this year and extends on to the next two, three years. Sometimes you might have to go back and revamp your goals because yeah. you realize... You're going up and you reach a plateau and you're like, I'm stuck. Yeah. You might have to go back and revise a little bit and then yeah. continue. So the goals you set right now are not set in stone. Yeah. These are goals that you might have to go back and revise. Like, you know what? This goal sounded good at the beginning, not, but it's actually not working. They're not be goals. They're just starters. Yes, right? they're just starters. You always have, you may have to go back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's with anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to tweak it a bit to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure it goes with your flow. 
Yeah. Um. Uh, one thing that Peggy mentioned because I, I, as I mentioned on first on the first of January. I told myself that I would meditate every morning and not like touch my phone because I'm always inclined to like look at my phone, see if there's any text messages while I was sleeping, see if, what's happening on social media before I fully get out of bed and get yeah, ready I need for to the get day. Out of that habit. Um, that's a habit that I'm breaking. So I thought meditation would be the, the best part. Like, do not touch my phone until after my 20 minute meditation, after I read my chapter per book. Like, Chapter, a book, whatever. Anyways. In the morning? Yeah. <clears throat> but obviously that's going to have to change. I have to revamp that because like in the morning for work, I would have to get up super early to do that. And I'm not we doing know. that. I already wake... save up on sleep. And I already get up super early for work, so it's not going to happen. Um, But yeah. So the book that I'm reading that I've had for two years, just collecting dust, <laughs> is All About Love by Bell Hooks. If anybody knows her, she's fucking amazing. I think my coworker gifted me that book for my that birthday. That book is so good. And I only read two chapters. What is it about in general? Um, the concept on love and like what it's really about. Like in, I mean overall in general for certain groups of people. Yeah. So okay. the it's like a encompassing like I'm trying to think because I'm trying to just give you what I already read because mm-hmm. I don't know the whole I don't know the whole thing. But yeah. She talks about like the concept of love and how over time, every generation tries to remove themselves from that idea. And but like, so for instance, relationships, I notice a lot of people now are saying like, Oh, I need a partner. I need a business partner. This is da, 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 da. And it's never about like, I need, I need a, I need someone who's going to love me or like, you know what I mean? Like the concept of love is so far from what we want in relationships and, um, whether friendship, intimate or whatever, we're always thinking about how others can benefit us. And when all we really need is just like love. And of course, you guys can correct me. I just read two chapters. Do not fucking get on me. That's all I read. <laughs> she said, she mentioned she did her she did her research and she read a lot of books about love and she noticed that men are not as cynical about it. Like they're like hopeful, I guess, or like wanting love. But then women are, are always talking about the depressive, like the losing love and like the pain that love gives that that you endure it when you when you love and it's not received or like like women be like oh my god love is like um painful like oh love love hurts kind of thing you know what i mean like but it has it does but that's the problem though cuz we're so removed from it we're so removed from that concept of like giving love and genuinely loving people for who they are Again, guys, do not fucking come for me on this shit because I only That's read a whole different episode two on chapters. Own. But it's a really good book. I, I was reading and I was so like intrigued by her um what she was she, her research. Yeah, did you reading glasses on? No, I didn't have my reading glasses. Okay. I'm not that blind. I will be soon if I don't get glasses. <laughs> but I'm not that blind. Um and then of course I said for this month's goal, I did set that I want to finish two books. So the next book after this, which I'm sure I'm going to be done by next week, um, it's going to be the Will Smith book. Oh, I thought it was there. No, I took it for that. Okay, read it. my book, guys. So you know how you YouTubers be like, they do that thing, they do the thing on there. That's I'll do it for you do. while you talk about it. So this is the book. <laughs> this is the book. Um, let me see. Okay. We want to do more than just survive. Um, abolitionist teaching and the pursuit of educational freedom by Benita L. Love. So you do, honestly, I personally feel you do not need to be an educator to be reading this book. For any of you guys who have children in the school system, um, those of you who are planning on having children, you're trying to figure out like where, what type of schooling system you want your kids to have, mm-hmm. homeschool, whatever. I think this is amazing because this woman goes on to this field where I'm like, yo, this hit home for me. Because I'm in the class, I'm like, yo, am I part of the system Like, that's doing this? Mm-hmm. And us going, most of us that know me and Jess, we all went through the Boston public school system. And most of us have gone to a public school system or any school system for that matter. And the way they treat black and brown students is there's some lines in here that make me feel like, okay, we got to do better. Um, okay, let's see here. I don't know how she gets. <laughs> it, it, I can't help it. <laughs> it's a laugh for me. Okay, so the thing is that really was like... That popped out to you? That popped out to me. I kind of put it in a bracket real quick. Because I was like, ooh. So, 
I know you're not about to read all that. Uh, no, don't don't come for me. Don't come yeah, for me like that. Know. Don't come for me like that. Now you get. Now I gotta flip to another page. Okay. I see the bracket was like mad far from each other. I'm like, that's a whole paragraph. Okay. So, the thing is, when we're put in the school system, it it just creates a system where we're just put in to survive, get through the grades, and then mm-hmm. move on. But it doesn't really teach us anything, right? Like we get the little bit of gist of whatever. But um, this is what what I underline a little bit. Um, Mattering has always been the job of black, brown, and indigenous folks since the um, the human hierarchy was invented to benefit whites. Um, that kind of stood out for me because it's like, we know we matter, but we spent so much time to show the world, especially here in America, that we matter, um, that a good chunk of our time in these school systems, some of the school s- systems that we're in, depending what cities and states we live in, some of them are deteriorating. Mm. Like, yeah, the teachers are doing the best that they can with what they're giving, and it shouldn't be that way. The fact that public schools are based off of property taxes, still for me, as I've said for years, it isn't fair because we know a lot of people in Boston, a lot, not everyone, but a lot of people do not own property in Boston, do not own homes. And some of these private businesses do not pay a lot in... Yeah, a lot of them do not pay a lot in property taxes. So that gives, like, public schools in Boston unfair advantage as opposed to someone in Norwood, Dead and Westwood. Yeah, those are smaller towns, but their property taxes, come on. People owe owe taxes. They pay taxes. They own homes out there. So, of course, their schools look 10 times better. They have more resources. I, I personally believe that no matter where your school is located across this country, every child should have the best um, education possible, all the resources they need. Obviously, I know the money is based off of how many kids attend there. I'm not saying... I'm not saying give a million dollars for a school that only has 500 kids. But if the money that you're given will suffice to pay the school, to pay the teachers, to provide um, a secure structure for the building and the athletics, arts, all that good stuff, the proper tutoring, the resources they need to help these kids thrive, so, so be it. But we do realize a lot of these places that students are still struggling is black and brown students. They talk about this gap. She mentions it in the book. But we have to understand that it's a gap that was created over 400 years ago. We didn't, us personally didn't create the gap. Black and brown people didn't create the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, not to go on a race tangent here, but white people created the gap for us that we're supposed to try to reach. But I'm like, I can't reach this gap that you created. Mm-hmm. And you already have a 400-year leap on me. Mm-hmm. Even though we're still doing things to uh, re- go above that, that's been put in place. I mean, like I said, I love us. I love us a lot because... No matter what has been put in place in front of us, we, we manage to overcome it. Even though we've been pushed back so many times, we always go forward. But I feel like this is a great book to read. Um, if you have older children that are in college or high school, have them read this book. And as I always tell my students, if there's a word in here you do not understand, look it up. Because yeah. students be like, what this mean? I'm like, Google it? <laughs> like, Google it. Um, but yeah, so... I'm trying to. I started it in December, but um, I'm going to try to finish it um, by the end of next week so I can move on to another book. Um, but I feel like your book that you mentioned, mm-hmm. all you should, all about love, all about love, and this book I just mentioned to y'all, y'all should definitely look into it. Um, you get two perspectives: one's about love, one's about education. Mm. There you go. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, guys, please give me the grace and space. <laughs> Because Lord knows it's going to be a tough one for me. Ooh, child. I might feel a little disconnected Or like sometimes. the white folks say, ooh, chale. Ooh, chale. What do you say? Ooh, chale. Like, chale. Bitch, shut the fuck up, Get ho. out of here. Fuck <laughs> up, ho. Um, but yeah, uh, I just want everyone to do great this year. Whatever that looks like for and you. And do your best. Yeah. For fuck, you. Fuck what everybody else thinks. Don't watch what other people... And that's another thing. I know social media is going to be tempting you and making you feel as though you're not doing what you're supposed to do because you saw what someone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a facade because no one's going to post their struggle. Mm-mm. They're not going to post the nights they cried and they might mention it later on when Yo, they Yo, so random. There's this freaking two guys that are on YouTube. Oh, with preaching Abba, right? <laughs> They were talking, they got, somebody sent them something about a girl who did some wild ass shit for some money, not realizing when you go through customs, she went to Dubai, 
Did some wild ass shit. I think she like she let the guy shit on her or something. And the dude paid her in cash. And so she had all this cash in her suitcase. Isn't there literally 10 G's? You can't fly. Yeah, I think she had 50 K. Oh, they take And they took all of it because she could not confirm how she got the money. So she got shitted on for free. So what I was the reason why I brought that up was because you you can't really go based off people's lives off of their social media yep. because these people who have been doing some wild ass shit, to wild get the followers shit, shit that, they that got. you know you don't have the heart to do. So yeah. mm-hmm. like you don't, like your morals won't allow you to do them. Yeah, all these girls that you guys fantasize over and you you idolize and you want to look like they've been doing some wild ass shit, wild ass shit for some change, <laughs> right? Like. The ones that go to Dubai on a multiple, like, multiple times in a year. Girl, what are you doing? Like, peed on, like, messed with camels. Like, there's a whole... If you guys have a chance, go on YouTube and find Abba and Preach. They talk about it a lot. It's fucking disgusting. But that's why I'm like, this whole facade... Like, that's the reason why I stopped. I, I wanted to, like, limit my... You know what's so funny, Peggy? I was going to, right before this ended, right? I was going to be like, word, we got through one episode with no fire truck, no Amber in the background, and this motherfucker. Mm. They're like, in action. We're going to get in this <laughs> they shit. They said, you thought you were going to be finished? Action. Um, um, what I was going to add to is, like, if, if you cannot, like, escape social media for whatever reason, mm-hmm. probably purge the people that you're following. If those people that you're following do not add any positivity or it's not a page that's adding insight to your life or DIY projects or things that's going to help you and motivate you, give you a different mindset and mind frame. Mm-hmm. Stop following them. Cause all it takes is a little tap unfollow. You, you're not being charged to unfollow people. Yeah. You're not hurting anyone's feelings. So it's for your mental sake. If you still want to stay on social media for whatever reason, but you feel like your timeline is filled with negative, violent stuff, mm-hmm. sexual stuff that you probably have no interest in. Stop following it. It don't take much to unfollow something. For those of you who make a big deal of it, you're really making a big deal when mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be. Like, we're really dramatic about a lot of stuff nowadays that we really don't need to be. But, hey, to each their own. But right. at least unfollow it. And follow the page and follow the person. Cut the person off. I know it's easier said than done to cut someone off. But... It's for your sake at the end of the day. That's all it is. But um, as always, we like to end our podcast or our episodes with a, a business shout out. A business shout out. So this week's shout out for the new year, 2022. Um, I've been there a few times. Um, is my masseuse at CM underscore massage studio. She does not have a web page. She just has an IG. Check her out. Um, you can book her. She does massages. She does couple massages. She does the stone face massages. She does the candle, ear candle, waxing, whatever that shit's called. That candle thing, it kind of pulls the wax out your ears or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, dope. She does the Yoni Steens, all that good stuff. So check her out. Um, I've done a self-care massage, facial stone massage thingy mm-hmm. from her, and it was uh, an amazing experience. So definitely check her out. She is located in Brockton. So again, we're going to put it under our description box on all our streaming sites and YouTube. So check her out. And of course, we always got to end it with our quote for this episode. The quote. The favorite. The favorite part of my fucking... No, I'm lying. It's not my favorite. <laughs> um. Okay. So to end this, we're going to just tell you... What the fuck? What am I saying? Hmm. Anyways, the quote... <laughs> I need to go to bed. Um, what the new year brings to you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the new year. So with intention, with every ounce of your being, manifest what you want for yourself this year. Find someone to hold you accountable. Shit, if you want me to hold you accountable, let me know. I got you. Um, I'm just I just want everybody I just want everybody to succeed this year because we just had a really shitty two years. Yeah. You know what I was gonna add too? If y'all want you guys can check in with us and see how we're doing with mm-hmm. the goals that we're trying to set. Granted, we didn't say everything we wanted to do, mm-hmm. but you guys can write in the comments, like, you know, the next couple of weeks, how's your um goals mm-hmm. going? The goals mm-hmm. that you guys set for yourselves, write in the comments, DM us on IG or Facebook yeah. or message us on you on, in the comment section email on YouTube, us. email us um, to check in to see how we're doing and how our goals are going so far and hold us accountable. Like, yeah. 
encourage us to continue to well and if you guys want to share your goals do that and we can check in on y'all yeah, as well exactly. so as uh, always as always like subscribe comment hit that bell notification period y'all so you don't do miss that. out because it does we start dropping at 6 a.m on tuesdays so uh with that being said y'all peace period Ooh, <laughs>